Hey everybody, welcome back to Pod Lasso Talking Ted with Jess and Logan. I'm Logan. And I'm Jess. And we're gonna talk about Ted Lasso, season three, episode seven. We're almost there. Uh we'll never have Paris. I was like, that's a not fun the title. end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll never have Paris. Sad face. Uh we're gonna spoil everything in the show so far shouldn't really spoil anything in the future if you're just watching along um but uh yeah you know that we might say something here that we might get into some stuff in the end um so this was the easiest question i've ever had to come up with because immediately i was like oh yeah that's this episode the question is what's your favorite beatles song <laughs> that is a good question, and that is a tough one to answer. Hmm. Well, I I know my answer, so I'm going to go first. You go and first. It, it may seem like it's because it's in this episode, but it's not. Um, it <laughs> used to be Ticket to Ride. I used to uh, love Ticket to Ride, um, but somewhere in my like. 20s uh i got into this like headspace of listening to extremely long songs but like that i that i liked so i would listen to like hotel california a lot and like some pink you know those long pink floyd songs that all good stuff classic rock stuff and i would listen to hey jude all the time (laughs) And it just became my favorite song. And then, like, <laughs> that sounds so old. Then the internet happened. Yeah. And um, I I stumbled into, like, I, I guess it was probably, you may remember this, like, there was this big, like, Beatles release uh like uh videos uh cds i forget what it's called but it's like the session tapes oh um, mm-hmm. and so there was like a lot of renewed interest in that and so either through the internet or just whatever way i stumbled upon like different like m- meanings behind the songs and once I knew what the song was about, I was like, oh, I like, I absolutely love this song. But also for the same reason Beard mentions later, like, you know, my favorite part of this song is this part right here. <laughs> it is. It's a great song. I love that song, but I feel like it's everyone's favorite Beatles song. <laughs> so it's so typical. And I, like, I hate that. But also, I I don't know. There's just because yeah everybody loves it but there's something about it like what it means but also like it this sounds so cheesy but at the end when they're doing the na 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 Mm -hmm. like the trumpets come in at some point and once the trumpets come in that's when he like loses it on the track Uh, and there's so much in that to me like it because that's not written that's not scripted that's that's not that's him losing it while he's singing it yeah yeah and i i don't know it just like makes my entire body just like like all the hairs on my body stand up 
when that happens every time. And I've been listening to that <laughs> song my entire life. That's a good one. It's a great song. There's so many great Beatles songs that I feel like that's why it's like hard for me to choose. But the one that keeps popping up into my mind, aside from that one. So, I mean, I'm definitely glad you said that one so that I didn't pick that one <laughs> out from under you. But I'll go with Across the Universe because I, I do. that is a go-to of mine that I'll go back to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there's a reason Cirque, Cirque du Soleil like, built uh a whole thing around just the idea of across the universe. Yeah. Um, well, there's also a musical with um, Evan Rachel uh, Wood. That's right. And uh, Jim, I forget his name, last name. I want to say Burgess, but I don't think that's right. I never watched it. It's good. That's good. Um, and it's just all Beatles music. It's, you know, kind of like Mamma Mia with, with ABBA. ABBA yeah. Whatever. However you say it. Uh, I do also really really love uh, this is probably controversial um the uh god now i'm drawing a blank on the name of the song the, the help with uh, get by with a little help from my friends um oh yeah i love that song but i love joe cocker singing that song <laughs> <laughs> maybe Sturgis. it's James uh, sorry okay maybe it's just because it was the opening of wonder years and so like that's where my head goes to I'm like this is not the right version of this song <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's um, but, that's um true. but uh also like don't let me down that I mean there's a it's hard there's not a Beatles song that I'm just like I hate this there are songs that I'm like I'm not in the mood to listen to this um and mostly the really really sad shit <laughs> let it be a good yeah that's let it be is a great one um but yeah, uh, I I was absolutely floored. I think we talked about it at the time, like via text. You were like, oh my God, I cannot believe that they have a Beatles song in the show. I know. Like, I, I mean, that was the music budget, like blown for like and that three song, episodes. And that song on top of it, it's like yeah. literally one of like the most famous ones. So, and, uh, you know, if anybody doesn't know, the, the, the story that Beard tells uh, Henry, like, that that's the story. Uh, it was actually Hey Jules. Because um, uh, okay. it was written for Julian Lennon. Um, but, oh, of course, right, it, right, it's right. changed to Hey Jude to, I guess, make it less obvious. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, it yeah. is what it is. So. Um, all right, so let's talk about the episode. It opens with a fun montage, uh, which is a, also a weird callback to, like, we had a montage earlier in the season of, like, hey, they lost. Hey, they lost again or, yeah. or didn't win. Or, or, you know, it was, like, just, like, four or five games without a win. And, like, you know, is this team going to make it? And here we have, like, Hey, they won five straight in this montage, and we we get uh, one of the announcers saying, you know, and nobody could be happier than Coach Ted Lasso. Uh, immediately cut to Ted in the pub looking absolutely miserable. Oh, my gosh. I know. I, I really I liked that cut. I thought that was a good one. And then you very quickly see why Yeah, <laughs> he's miserable. <laughs> Because Michelle and Dr. Jacob are there. Surprise! Uh, um, 
Yeah, like this. Maybe it's just because of the show, but I swear to God, that dude has like one of the most punchable faces <laughs> in television history. Like I, every time he talks. I know. I feel like it's the character, though. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm sure you're right. Like his whole like. I have I to go wash my hands because I touch dirty money. Like you could just say, "I'm gonna go wash my hands," like right, or just excuse yourself and just say, or and just like go to the bathroom. Like yeah, I, you don't I, have I, to. You don't have to be so like I don't know. Like I'm say, a like hand washing guy. Like good for you, man. <laughs> like, I, I mean that's that's great, but like I mean. Most most people are maybe not quite to that level, but you know everybody's a little different. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Money is filthy, but <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it changes so many hands. But still, I don't know. It just it, it. I agree. It was a very weird comment to make. Yeah, like it's just I don't know. If I'm Ted, I'm just like, are you like shoving it in my face? Like I, my hands are clean. I'm fine. Or it just, I don't know. It seemed really, I'm just, I'm really in Ted's headspace here. I'm just like, I want to punch this guy so bad. <laughs> I know. I know. I do too. And I, I think it's just because like we, I don't know. Did you feel that way on a first watch? I'm trying to remember. I can't quite remember. I know I always felt icky about him just because I feel icky about the relationship with him and Michelle. But now that we kind of know the full story, I just, I wonder if, if that changes things. I mean, maybe. I, I think re-watching the episodes as much as I have. Yeah. Um, probably helps with or, or hurts, however you want to look at it. Because, like, I tend to pick up on things when I go back and watch. So, like, a lot of the Dr. Jacob stuff, when yeah. I've re-watched the episodes, I've picked up more and more. And so now by the time we get to actually meeting him, I'm just like, I want to set him on fire. Yes, I mean, true. (laughs) I want to study about fire. That's a really good way to put that. (laughs) It's very true. Um, But we we do have Henry, who I'm going to keep my Henry bashing to a minimum. (laughs) I figured you might have have a bit to say because he's in this episode quite a bit. Quite a bit. I he's. He's fine in this episode. Um, I, I think okay, he yeah. does a decent job um, of basically reading off the cue cards that are slightly off screen. <laughs> oh, sad face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do, I do love the interaction with when he comes over and he's like, "I need more money for the pinball," and like they both scramble. Yeah. Also, yeah, it just makes me want to punch him. Like, that's yeah. his dad sitting there, man. Like, right. you know, you should, you should just keep your hands, and, like, sit on him. Like, don't try to do anything. Just <laughs> yeah, know? just just like wait for a minute. Like, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Ted pulling out the green matchbook kind of makes me laugh every time because it was <laughs> such a like focal point for Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the season, so I know, uh, but neither one of them have any money. We find out that May has rigged the pinball machine so that Prince Henry, as she calls him, uh, will have unlimited play. And Ted says, 
you told me that was impossible. She very <laughs> slyly says nothing's impossible to which, you know, I take her meaning, uh, you know, to be don't give up yet, Ted. So 100 yeah. percent. Absolutely. That would that yeah, was full of double meaning for sure. Yeah, I, I love May in this I episode. Do like, I do, too. She, Especially she gets, later. <laughs> she gets some good, like, heartwarming stuff at the beginning. And then just, like, some fun stuff towards the end. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from there we go to... Uh, key, oh, wait. Hold on. We Before we leave that, we find out that they're going to Paris. Oh, yeah. This is, like, Ted the whole point know. of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget uh, this part. <laughs> yeah, and that that's a of course a shot to Ted. Um Oh yeah. So so if you're in his situation, like I don't think he's off base. I would have felt Ted? Yeah, I would have felt like, oh, this is where it's officially over. I agree. I don't I I wouldn't think he's totally off base, but at the same time Every, I mean, to everyone else's later points, she didn't come out and say yet. I feel like, well, but then again, why would she be? Because she probably wouldn't, I'm sure he wouldn't tell her, oh, I'm taking you to Paris to propose to you. Right. I mean, okay, good point. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I don't think he was like wildly off base, but because they all agree, like they have the, this is going to be jumping ahead a little bit, so we may cover this in more detail as we continue to go but part of my thought process like they have the diamond dog meeting and they're all like he's like he's taking her to paris and i'm like oh yeah they're like with him on that right yeah and then but then once it comes out i don't know what how does the rest of this go because now i'm talking myself in circles and confusing myself but i i, I mean we can wait till we get there okay let's wait till we get there because i was with ted and now i'm I was, i'm with <laughs> ted <laughs> And now I'm just confusing myself. Um, he also there's also a good callback about that. She offers him some breakfast, and he's like, ah, "It's okay. I had a big piece of cereal," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is always a fun callback. That one makes me laugh every time. Um, so from there we go to Keely and Jack, and mm. I mean I don't know how you feel. Like I think there's some stuff to talk about here, but I I hate the Keely Jack stuff so much. Yeah, like. I was so happy by the end of this episode. I was like, oh, I think that this is over now. And I'm really happy about that. Yes. Um, we uh, we find out that Jack has this, like, fashion famous quote uncle. Uh, and they're going to go to his house for polo, which just means, like, standing around playing dr- uh, drinking while other people play polo. Um, mm-hmm. And then Keely... Uh, quickly discovers that uh, someone's account has been hacked and a video, a very racy video that she made has been leaked to the internet and she's losing it about that. Yeah. Which I don't blame her for. No, no. Um, And then we also get, there's a lot of, uh, there's Ted who's not a couple having to deal with his shit and then there's a lot of back and forth between like nate and jade and then keely and uh jack um like it's like every time you see one 
the next cut is to the other one. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, they were doing that a bit, like, intentionally. Trying yeah. to show the differences in the relationship, I guess. Um, yeah, and I, I feel like also, again, not to jump ahead, but it's the crumbling of one relationship and the forming of another. True. Um, because we do, so, like, part of Nate's thing here is, like, that they slept together. I mean, I don't know if it's the first time or what. Doesn't really matter. She stayed at his house, and he has woken up and says, again, I am Nate, because there's not (laughs) an apartment I could go to, but, like, I would be like, I've got to wake up early. I've got to go brush my teeth. And take a shower as quietly as possible. And I have to use the restroom. I have to not use it in the restroom that she's going to use when she gets up. (laughs) (laughs) So, Because I'm insane. (laughs) And I'm like, it's just, you know, a a psychotic headspace. I I mean, uh, fair enough. I I feel like. I feel like when you're first dating someone, you all kind of do some crazy things like at the beginning and then things, you know, just like slowly relax over time. If, if you stay together, um, See, been... I, I think I'm terrible at hiding my crazy and that's probably why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, don't necessarily have to You can find the right person. It shouldn't matter. That's, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah, at me, yeah, because I'm not like serial killer crazy. I'm just neurotic. Oh, good news. <laughs> <laughs> good news. Um, but I'm aware of it, which I feel like makes it a little bit better. Because, like, I can look at, like, I can look at a situation and be like, I'm acting, I'm being irrational or erratic or just neurotic or whatever. Like, I know I am, but, like, I have to wait this out. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that that probably helps because, you know, then if the other person happens to, like, mention something, you're not, like, blindsided by it. You're like, what? What are you talking about? That's not true. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like it's better to be self-aware. Yeah, I'm not I'm not one of those people who, like, in a a situation, if somebody were like, well, you know how you are. I'm like, yeah, I know how I am. (laughs) 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 Like, you're right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> um, but uh he's trying to put a label on this relationship, Nate is, yeah. without yeah. seeming like he's trying to in a I very know. like un like just it's just a not it's like I'm cool, like you know no you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> yeah, he's like it's cool, like totally, it's fine, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what word would I use? Um, so, uh, which comes back, again, not to jump ahead, but later, like, Jack calls Keely her girlfriend, but then when she introduces her, she doesn't introduce her as her girlfriend. So, yeah. I feel like it's this, like, reverse of, like, showing their relationship fall apart and showing Nate and Jade's relationship kind of, like, come together. Um, and I mean, it kind of works pretty well. It does. I mean, I thought it it made sense to kind of um, play them off of one another. I mean, especially the way that the scenes end up like cutting together, it does feel a bit organic. Um, probably more so than cutting 
maybe immediately back to like some of the football scenes or like some of the scenes yeah. with um with like Ted and stuff. So it yeah, I mean it works the way that they try to play it off each other. I love that the scene ends with her um like walking into the bathroom, shutting the door and just not even caring that <laughs> he can very clearly hear her uh, uh, you know, going to the bathroom. So mm-hmm. peeing. So and he's just like, wow. <laughs> I know. That be that kind of like made me laugh, but I was like, yeah, you know, she's like, whatever. We're cool. So maybe that was like her way of at least maybe in that moment acknowledging you know, maybe it's a little bit more serious. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe she's just, you know, she's just or, or just rub, rubbing his face in the fact that, like, dude, like, calm down. <laughs> it's like, it's not that big of a deal. I understand that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you live in not a small apartment, but not a huge apartment. And there's one bathroom. So I slept yeah. over. I know the deal, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's I I love her nonchalant like you're insane. I'm gonna go in here and pee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because like, what is she, what is she gonna do? Just right. I mean, it's either that or like leave like right that second. So it's like, what do you, you know? Um, what do you do? After that's more Keely and Jack stuff, and Jack's just like, I'll take care of it. It was some big leak, and you know, and it is what we see like a little bit of the video, but not nothing racy. Just her uh, little introduction. So here's a question for you. When it shows that beginning of that video, did you know who it was for? No, I did not. Yeah. Did you? Like, I had a feeling, but, like, also there was, is it in this season or last season, there's a scene where they're talking about who they've dated, and she's just dated a lot of footballers. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, if it wasn't him, it was probably for one or the other ones. Yeah. I never thought it would be for Roy, though. Like, I, he was not on my radar because they, like, uh, uh, they they just didn't seem like they had that. Like, because they were always together. So yeah, I was like, I eh, she probably true. didn't send that video to him. That's um, true. They were always together. I didn't think about that. I think I think originally I was thinking he probably was a contender, but um, either him. Pro- I was thinking it was likely either him or Jamie. But that's a good point. They were all together, and then by the time you know he confronts her, you're like, oh, it definitely wasn't for Roy. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's a fun scene with Will and Henry. I really like that. I thought it was cute. <laughs> where, where he's just this is a game or child labor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, in late stage capitalism, what's the difference? <laughs> hey, you know, if you can make a game out of it and get kids to do your chores. I mean, uh, yeah, you do it. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could do that and have my kids fall for it, but uh, they don't. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it is funny that he's getting hurt to his job. Oh, it's great. He's just sitting there playing on his phone. It was great. It was like brilliant. Love it. Love one. Um, so the, the the next thing is when Ted asks, he's like, I, I need I need to talk to you guys about something. Yes. Um and then he said, you know, he tells him what's going on and Roy's like, Do you want to talk about it? And he goes, Yes, I do. And Beard's like, Diamond Dogs, mount up and <laughs> Roy just fucking leaves. <laughs> I didn't know. 
Uh, and Trent, uh, I'd forgotten that Trent did not know what the Diamond Dogs were. Yeah, um, I guess they haven't done it since he's been around. Yeah, so he gets inducted to the Diamond Dogs in this scene, which is fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes woof. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and, and so, uh, and Higgins running is so <laughs> great. Like just. Like the way he enters that scene and they let it play like there's no cuts. It's just like the scene. And then you just see him enter the locker room and like running towards the door. <laughs> Completely out of breath. Um, when he tells Ted later, he's like, I had to run down the stairs and then up another set of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> For this? Yes. Um, For this. So Ted tells him like he's taking Michelle to Paris. He's going to propose and they're like, "Oh, did he tell you that?" And he said, "No, but they're they're going to Paris. It was a surprise trip to Paris. Why else would you do that?" Mhm. To which like I like I don't disagree with Ted. I do understand the like, "Hey, don't have a panic attack about something that you don't even know is going to happen. Like I, that's True. good advice. Yes. But I don't think Ted was on, like barking up the wrong tree here. No, I don't think, I definitely don't think he was either. Um, but yeah, like I also agree with Ted, like why would Dr. Jacob or Jake or whatever you want to call him, like why would he tell Ted that? Like he definitely wouldn't, but like to Ted's point, they're coming to Paris from the U.S. And granted, yeah. it has its advantages of dropping Henry off with Ted. But still, that's not a small feat to come over to Europe from the middle of the U.S. Kansas, so, I guess. They're from Kansas. Knowing what we know now, and again, not to jump too far ahead, but uh, like more ammunition for me to set Dr. Jacob on fire. <laughs> I definitely feel like this is something he knew that they never got to do mm. because later we've like in that conversation he has with Rebecca, he, he's like, yeah, her favorite hotel is this and her favorite restaurant, maybe something is this because her favorite movie is, uh, I forget the name of the movie. Um, and her favorite show was Sex, uh, in the City, uh, or Sex in oh. the City, depending all, on who you all ask. All the ones where, where Rebecca corrects his pronunciation. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so I feel like that's either something he, that he was told in therapy or something that she, you know, that came up in their conversation and it's a way for him to be like, oh, I can show you how I'm better than Ted by taking you somewhere he never got to take you. I I think it's I think it's probably like all of the above, maybe. Um, I'm sure I don't I don't know if that would necessarily come up during a therapy session. That just seems like an odd thing to bring up but then again i've never done couples therapy so i can't really speak to what may or may not like be normal to come up um 
Well, just, he does say they never got to go on their honeymoon. And I, like, maybe, maybe, uh, and again, I'm just reading into stuff. That's, if that's something that was important to you, like, and you've had this animosity for years, it, you know, it might come up. And then, then that just leads you down the path of like, well, I wanted to take you to Paris because I know you like this and I know you like this, but we could never go. We never had time. Then we had Henry, like he said, and then it just never happened. Yeah. But maybe not in therapy. Maybe just in casual conversation. Like, hey, where I, did you and Ted go on your honeymoon? <laughs> yeah. Well, or I just feel like that's something more natural that would come up in like a relationship conversation. Oh, what's your, you know, like, what's your favorite movie? Oh, well, you know, it's this and here's why. And oh, I've always wanted to go to Paris. No, we never got to go to Paris. Like, I feel yeah. like it would come up more organically over the course of like getting to know someone like in a relationship like that. And so I feel. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's I mean, just it, my my blind hatred of this asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that on some level, like I wouldn't put it past someone to be like, "Oh, your ex didn't take you to do this one thing that you've always wanted to do your entire life." Hell yeah, I'm gonna do that. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely feel like that would come into play. Like, I could see that happening very yeah. naturally as well. I, I can't say I wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> I think a lot of people would. Yeah, and in and more out of a gesture of trying to be like good to the person you're with than necessarily trying to one up their ex but yeah i'm sure it would earn you points like if i always you know have wanted to go to italy and then you know my husband takes me to italy like yeah that's gonna be awesome but it's he's not trying to one up someone else who didn't take me there like you know what i mean but anyway um yeah it, and it, it devolves into like oh you don't even know that it's gonna happen which is fair, like you're freaking out it's about true. something that hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, and they kind of, you know, diamond dogs dismount. And, uh, uh, but before that, we get the, does anybody have anything they want to talk about? And it's no, no, no. <laughs> what about you, Roy? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just the best. Oh, Roy, he cracks me up. <laughs> and then we get cut to Nate. Trying to create the love hounds. <laughs> oh my god. I had completely forgotten this until we rewatched it. I was like, oh, right. Oh my gosh. So hilarious. With oh with his assistant. The, I, I can't remember who the other guy is. He's like their version of Higgins, I guess. Must be. And, and Rupert, who doesn't show up. <laughs> right. Because why the fuck would he? He doesn't care. Like no. he just <laughs> and the His call special to... meeting. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's not coming to that. <laughs> That's so Is he busy? No. Click. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Nate, Nate tells them like it's basically the same thing you tried to talk to his mom and his sister about, only it's like well, now I know she kind of likes me, but how do I know she wants to be my girlfriend? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I I feel so much for Nate. Um, and his assistant, assistant's advice is to never tell a woman how you feel. It's really <laughs> expensive. <laughs> Hasn't he, has he been, like, divorced or something? Three times. times? There we go. Yep. 
<laughs> no wonder he thinks it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I've been divorced three times. Never tell a woman how you feel. It's really expensive. Like, of how you feel is you want out. Yeah, I'm sure it's expensive, man. And then the other guy's advice is, I read a book once that said, if you like a woman, you should insult her. Like, oh, my God. God. Oh, but so what's insane is, I like, I have seen those things work. Like, oh, I've seen yeah. guys who, like, they call it negging like saying and negative things to 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 women and I suddenly know. they're just like oh but like i really like him <laughs> it's a real book it's called the game and it was very popular in the early 2000s do you know how i know this because i was in college in the early 2000s and i had a lot of male friends and this is what they did oh my and god the weird thing is yeah sometimes it fucking worked. I was like, ugh. No. <laughs> and and the like I mean not the not the divorce thing, but like the I've seen the like he's like stoic and doesn't show his feelings and then like and they're just like, Oh, it's so attractive. I'm just like, that dude is a powder keg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know how to express emotions and he's just gonna blow up one day. Mm-hmm. So that's not healthy. <laughs> no, no, none, none of it is. Oh my god, yeah, no, terrible thing. They even—I don't know if you ever watched the TV show The Big Bang Theory, but there's yes. a there's a whole episode. That's what Howard does with the, the whole thing with the eye patch and the mm-hmm. tattoo sleeves, and him and Raj go to some goth bar. It's yep. Like, yeah, whole whole thing. Same same deal. They were reading. He was reading. He was reading the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, real book. Fun fact. Yeah, did not know that. Um. Uh, now I need to. Rem- I don't remember who it's by, but. Uh, well, I, I I just can't imagine myself doing anything like that. <laughs> um. So, uh, from there we get the the Ted Rebecca scene, which Ted comes to Rebecca to say that he wants to hire a private investigator to go follow them through Paris to see if he needs to freak out about this. <laughs> Which I'm just like, dude, you'll dude. find out. <laughs> like, what are you? Why? Why are you going to spend money for something you're going to know in three or four days? Right. Like, I mean, if she shows back up with a ring, he proposed. She said yes. A PI was not going to change that. <laughs> I know. End of story. So it's like, I don't know. I guess he just wants like the heads up so he can like prepare himself for how he'll react. I don't know. It felt like a bit did feel like a bit much. Yeah, it's the it's the like, like, I guess adult or or, or not really adult. I don't it's the I have a little bit of money equivalent of like, I'm going to drive by their house when you're in high school. Right. Like I'm just going to keep driving by their house and see if anybody else shows up. Yeah, Uh, I mean. That doesn't work out well, man. No. And Rebecca no. tries to tell him that. Right? Yeah, it's a little stalkery. I'm not not gonna lie. Little little, little stalkery. <laughs> she asks him, "Aren't you supposed to be training?" And he says, "No, I got that covered." <laughs> and then just cuts to Henry <laughs> running the <laughs> training. That's pretty funny. 
was hilarious. Was he running the training or were they just I mean, kind of like cheering him like, on? Yeah, he was like doing, uh, I don't know what you call it because I never played soccer. Slash juggling. Football. Juggling. Okay, yeah, he was the, where he's doing the ball back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were they were like counting or whatever or cheering him on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, and then uh, she agrees to it and he walked, Ted walks out. I don't know why. Well, I, I do know why. But the moment where he high fives the tree, <laughs> I love. I just love it. Like, I know he does it all the time. and But yeah. it's like such a like nervous like high five i I just love that moment yeah no it's it's a good one he does he does do it fairly frequently but it is funny i like i like watching him do it um from there we go to barbara delivering this statement that's been yeah. drawn up for keely to read uh which she does not like at all and i mean i don't i don't blame her and i i guess we can kind of talk about this here like because the statement very much puts the blame on Keely yes. and the guilt on Keely and yes. the shame on Keely. Yes. And it shouldn't be. Yeah, I I just you know there's a lot of talk in this episode, and we'll get to it when we go to the locker room thing about like whose responsibility ability. I can't say. It responsibility it is once those things have been done Mm -hmm. and should you have ever done it at all and i mean if this is coming from somebody who is 70 i can understand the the look down your nose at the fact that you did some done something like this i can kind of understand that yeah. But if you live in the modern age, like ev- everything is a camera. Every, like everything you yeah. have is is a video camera. It's a yeah. phone. It's a like, and it's, I it's not an excuse, but like, I, I, why are you? I I don't understand coming down on the person that made the video, like. That, like you know oh well i could was, go off on a whole tirade about women in society and double standards but we won't do that on this podcast <laughs> i mean she she kind of gets like when keely goes to visit rebecca she does say that like something akin to like can you change the world so that like women aren't constantly sexualized but then shamed for being sexy or yeah. sexual yeah or sexy, and, same thing but yeah and it's just like, yeah, it's such a fucked up double standard. Like of all the double standards, that's the one I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so guys want to run around in high school and college and just do anything they can possibly do to get laid. But any girl that slept with, you know, anybody is automatically insert offensive word here. Yes. Yes. That makes no, no sense. sense. <laughs> I'm very aware. Very aware. Like, please just sleep with me. Also, you slept with somebody, you're a whore. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I 
Mm-hmm. I don't have kind words, but anyways, yes. Um, people suck is the short version of that. And I am absolutely on Keely's side. I think it's crappy that Jack was as understanding and seeming to be compassionate as she was and then had Barbara deliver her a legal statement with literally no context no heads up no nothing I think that was a really shitty thing to do yeah um I mean she brings it up later but yeah yeah she does it's just such a you know let down and and I get Keely thought like, oh, I thought with all your your money you could like get it pulled off the internet. But I mean, to Jack's point, yeah, it's the fucking internet. Like, I yeah. mean, it, Disney can't get stuff pulled off the internet. It, it's I like <laughs> they're constantly chasing people to get shit pulled down. Yeah, <laughs> so. I know. I was like, you can try, but it's probably it's probably not going to happen. Eventually, it'll just, eventually it just gets forgotten and goes to some dark corner of the web until someone. Unearths Stum- it again. Stumbles yeah. upon it again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so cut to the locker room and we get the team finding out about this massive leak. Yeah. And we get a male discussion, which I, I, I know I'm speaking from a male perspective. I thought was pretty well rounded. It was actually. It was it was uh surprising. Oh I, I, I don't think that's a real discussion most men would have. One hundred percent not. It is not the discussion that would ever occur. They'd be like, "Oh, dude, can I see yours? Oh, yeah. can I see what you got?" Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not going through a million that shit from their phones. Hell, no. <laughs> trade that's shit the like fucking problem cards. right there. I'm just saying. It's not the fact that we make the things. It's the fact that we're stupid enough to trust the men that we send them to. Yeah, Just, I mean, I do agree with that. <laughs> is why, even though I am married, I have a very hard no rule when it comes to anything like that. Yeah, and I'm married. Because <laughs> uh, it, it just, uh, you know, uh, uh, hacks happen. Like, exactly. Somebody exactly. gets your phone. Like you know, it's it's you just, very. You never know, and I'm like, hell no. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Not doing it. Not allowing it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, and I get that men like don't care if it's pictures of them, and nobody most wants men, the pictures of the men. That, that's but the thing. yeah, that's the thing. Nobody wants those. Like, nobody wants that. <laughs> like, and maybe that's why some men like. There's so many dating profiles that literally are just like, I don't want to see a picture of your junk. Like that's all the profile is, <laughs> and I'm just like. This is so sad, man. It's sad. <laughs> like, you can't ask somebody for their number because they're just like, no, nah, I'm not going to give you my number because you're just going to send me a picture of your junk. And I'm Ugh. like, I promise you I won't. <laughs> and I just God. like, yeah, I, I maybe I, I don't I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't either. I don't. I very like strict rules against. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> I, I am shocked that they use isaac as the like extreme voice of like maybe not reason but definitely like hey what we should do is just delete all of this shit off our phones right now like as your team captain i'm saying we're deleting it all um i agree i found that a bit surprising but i think they were doing it because they needed it to come from a a person with i guess some sort of authority 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It 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 was it was a little odd. I I will say it, it definitely unbelievable. One hundred percent. It would never happen in real life. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I I've not been in a lot of locker rooms because I don't really do the locker room thing. I I also think that's weird. Like maybe it's just my insecurities, but I'm just like. I don't know, man. I got to shower at home, and I don't live that far away. So I'm just going to go shower at home where there's not nine other naked people. (laughs) Yeah. This is weird. Um, But, uh, yeah, so uh, it does set up this moment um, where I do like all the back and forth. Like, what if it's this? Delete it. What if it's this? Delete it. I know. What if I, what if I'm French? Delete it. (laughs) What if it's, uh, what is he saying? What if it's, um, uh, sonogram? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. What if it's a sonogram? (laughs) Isaac doesn't say delete that other other dude goes, you got to delete that shit, man. Like, what? That's his kid. Yeah, that that one. I'm not gonna lie. That one. That one. I didn't. That one. I did not get. Yeah, it's like that's that's such an odd joke to make. Um, I do like Will's. What if it's a painting? That was that was pretty funny. He's like, you gotta burn it. Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Will later is looking at his phone, deleting stuff, and Jamie's just like, really? Well, I think Jamie peaked. Yeah. And uh, I think I think he saw some pictures from uh, that three way we got to. We got to... <laughs> yeah, the, that we uh, uh, were alluded to. Yeah, you know. that's what I that's what I think he was looking at. <laughs> I think I think Will has a, a very uh, rich secret life that nobody really knows about. Yeah, whatever the spinoff is, that Will is part of it, and yeah. <laughs> we get to find out more about his secret life here. Oh my gosh. Um, but it does set up Isaac uh, finding out about Colin because Colin yeah. leaves um, so that no one else can see his pictures as he's deleting them. And uh, Isaac follows him out. It's like they have a little confrontation. He takes his phone. He sees what the picture is, hands it back to him and kind of does the like walk away slowly and nervously thing. Yes, which is setting up for some some big stuff yeah um, um and you definitely get the impression that he's freaked out yeah um um which you know i honestly don't know how i'd feel if i found like i i don't know i know how i'd feel i would be like oh okay i don't know what my first reaction would be if me if if my best friend and I were together and like he was looking at something on his phone and then like I playfully took his phone or whatever peeked over his shoulder and it was uh you know me discovering he's gay that way I don't know what my reaction would be yeah it would probably seem bad though. it would I think no matter what something like that would would seem bad just because it just caught, I don't know. I think for a lot of people, it just calls into question a lot of things that don't really like necessarily need to be questioned, but yeah. it just naturally does just, you know, cause we're conditioned a certain way. Yeah. Um, so after this is the, the Keely Rebecca thing, mm-hmm. uh, which I talked about earlier, there's a 
funny story about Rebecca and her mother's couch. Um, <laughs> you just got to listen to. I'm not going to repeat it. Um, I blamed the dog. We didn't, we have, didn't a dog. have a dog. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and we also find out that Keenly took uh, topless photos in high school and they got passed around for somebody, some, somebody Daniels. And uh, Rebecca says something about, yeah, high school boys are the worst. And she says, well, he was my teacher. And it's just like, oh, oh okay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I hope your teacher is in jail now. Uh, right? <laughs> Me too. Uh, somewhere in here we get uh, the Keely Jack thing where she is. So she's sitting at the coffee table. I still do. I've watched this episode four times. I still do not understand what she's doing. Who? Keely? Keely, yes. The jar of sprinkles. Oh, She's doing okay. art with a jar of sprinkles. I have little kids. Okay. I was In like, fact, is I'm this pretty sure drugs? I bought the same jar of sprinkles. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Like, is she just like sorting pills? I, I don't. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Sprinkles. Because I'm pretty that... sure she was eating ice cream also. Oh, okay. okay. Because that's what women do when they're depressed. Although, I mean, personally, I open a bottle of wine. But anyway. <laughs> I, I, I eat junk food. <laughs> uh, but a lot. It's it's the it's the cliche. Woman's depressed. She gets a tub of gotcha. ice cream and starts eating. Okay. I, yeah. It makes a little more sense. I was like, is she just about to do a massive amount of drugs? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, sprinkles. We... <laughs> she also had a large glass of wine. So she was okay. sorting sprinkles, doing art with sprinkles, and drinking wine. And I assume, I think there was also a bowl of ice cream in that scene somewhere. Okay. Um, I, I need to pay more. I'm always focused on what's on the table. I need to pay more attention to what's around on the table, I'm not the ninety-nine percent sure it's sprinkles. Um, okay. but without pulling up the scene right now, I, I couldn't. But I that I I always assumed it was sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that makes sense. I I think there is a jar or bowl of something. Um, but I I just uh, I'm always more focused on trying to figure out what is on the table because it's all kind of different shapes and you know colors, and I'm like they look like pills. Um, <laughs> I think she's doing art with sprinkles, but she's put doing it by colors. So after that, it's it's a it's a very sweet scene with Ted and Henry, and uh, we find out Henry wants to be in a band and play the drums. Um, <laughs> Dave Girl learned to play the drums on, on pillows. On pillows. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. He's really good, so I feel like it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of doesn't matter because, you know, you're Dave Grohl, but. Yeah. Um, and and Ted's kind of like giving his blessing, which is so, it's sweet, but weird. Because, like, he still doesn't know if anything's going to happen. And he's just like, it, it's okay if, like, you know, this guy's nice to you and you're nice to him. You know? Yeah. Um, I know. I don't I, like it. <laughs> I don't either. It just, but I feel like this all just makes everything more awkward. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and then we're back to Nate inviting Jade to breakfast. And that's sweet. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's kind of pointless to say breakfast question mark and then send screenshots of pancakes and eggs. Um, <laughs> but like, what do I know, man? <laughs> like, he's got a girlfriend and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't do it, but that I guess there's nothing wrong with it. Um, Double check in. Here's what I mean by breakfast. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, I, this is not in your window. I actually mean, do you want to go get eggs and pancakes? <laughs> oh well, hey, I didn't think about it that way, but that's a very good point. <laughs> um, so uh, there's another Keeley Jack scene where. Uh, I guess it's the next morning Keely comes in in this outfit with this cute hat um, and mm-hmm. finds out that Jack canceled them going to this polo event because she says because she didn't think Keely would want to be around like cameras and people asking questions, which is kind of fair. But like also you should have talked to her. You definitely canceled it because you didn't want to be around that. Um. Definitely. I mean, that's definitely how how I felt. At first, I was wondering if maybe she wasn't going to have an ex- ultimately have an excuse and this sort of video leak just kind of turned out to be convenient because we are coming up to the next scene where she doesn't introduce her as her girlfriend. Right. And so that leads <clears throat> me to believe how would things have gone at the polo match? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that was the whole thing earlier. She's like, "Uh, I want, I'll, you know, I want to take my, ev- take you to, to, or take want everybody to meet my girlfriend." So I forget the way she words it, but she does call her her girlfriend earlier on. Yeah. Only to then when they go play miniature golf instead of going to the polo match, and they run into her friend, she does not introduce her as her girlfriend keely she Mm -hmm. said this is my friend keely she runs a pr firm like you know yeah it it felt it felt weird and i I mean this girl was an older friend a friend from university but it's just i don't know it's just weird yeah i mean i feel like if i ran into someone from like college or high school that maybe at the time wasn't out but is now i mean i would hope that they would just introduce themselves as they are and not feel like they have to hide it so i just it felt a bit odd and so i that just did kind of make me wonder if she was yeah i don't know like mostly in the closet but then she like outed her like outed their relationship very publicly so i don't know i don't know I don't know what to think about all that. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I did skip over the Keely Roy scene where Roy apolog- like, tells her, like, oh, that sucks. People suck. Uh, but then he asks her who it was for, which 100% is not okay. No. Like, you know, it, it's just such a, a also, shitty thing to do. Yeah. It's not your business. Exactly. It's none of your business. The two of you are not together. Obviously, it wasn't for you. Yeah. Why do you care? <laughs> um, <laughs> Other than you're jealous. <laughs> so 
if if it had been for him so I, I tried to think about it this way i was like maybe he was wondering if it was he maybe he didn't watch the video was wondering if it was a video she had sent him because maybe she did send him one and it was True. him that got hacked so that he could but like the way he approaches it is not because like he doesn't come up and go i didn't watch the video but if it was any of the stuff you ever sent me i'm so sorry i never deleted it yeah no i didn't get that impression yeah it was I, more just like i i I need to know who it was for or even if it was just like hey um if you tell me who who it was i will go find them and beat the shit out of them like that would be more of a roy thing this was more of like fragile male ego bullshit that's how it felt to me too yeah more like he just wanted to know like who got that kind of a video and maybe like why didn't he um but also like to be fair the person was hacked and it was leaked accidentally i feel like that's worlds different than someone putting it up online like to get revenge yeah you know i mean for better or for worse like if you sent someone that you would hope that once the relationship's over they would delete it but Maybe they didn't. Maybe it got buried somewhere. Maybe they forgot. Maybe, like, to Jamie's point, it was in an email account he forgot about yep. and didn't have a good password on it. And so that's, <sighs> you know, exactly what happened. So, um, yeah. And, and yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. That's such a knock against Roy. Who, like, who's not yeah. been the best this season as far as relationships, but... Like, yeah, man. That, I mean, he does try to backtrack and apologize, and he realizes, it, like, you should have just kept it to yourself, man. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Henry, Beard, and Ted all have a day off. They're going to go do whatever Henry wants to go do, <laughs> and he wants to go see a football game. Of course. So, and the only game in town is Nate. <laughs> In fact, the only people playing. Yep, that's funny. Uh, I love Beard's like, I've got to go buy my place first. (laughs) (laughs) So he can put on his his Richmond gear. I know, I thought that was funny. Um, So yeah, they go watch uh, Nate coach a football game. Um, It is quickly pointed out to Nate that they are there. Henry's super happy to see him. And, uh, you know, I defend Nate a lot. I know. There is no defense for why the fuck he doesn't weigh back at that kid. I know. I zero the same way. Zero defense. Like, if it were just Ted, yeah. If it were Beard, absolutely. There's (laughs) no fucking defense. Like, I don't get, like, you want to draw lines in the... Yeah, you want to draw lines in the sand? Fucking fine, man. Like you, you, but you don't do that to children. <laughs> yeah, like because like, they don't have a concept of what the fuck is going on. Um, no, and they wouldn't be there for any other. I mean, obviously, if Henry's there with them, that's like literally the only reason. I mean, you even get like the shruggy from from Ted. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't know yep. why I'm here. Yeah. Sorry. Um, of course, it makes the papers too, which I thought, and 
Twitter immediately. Um, and Rupert sends uh, such a shitty message. Sorry about Ted being there. Won't happen again. Fuck you, dude. Uh, and I was quite disappointed in Nate's reaction. I must yeah, say. like he was about to do the right thing. Mm hmm. And then yeah. good. I'm glad or thank you or whatever. Uh, yeah. So such a, mm. but, um, so he, but he, he does, you know, he gets his win. He goes home. His girlfriend's there. She calls him his, her, her boyfriend. Mm. And like, he does get this little like happy ending, which I, you know, he doesn't really deserve right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but after the game, Ted and Beard and Henry go to the pub. Have we ever seen the outside of the pub? I mean, I'm sure we have, but not known that it was the outside of the pub. I think we have, but never with it set with set out with tables and stuff so people right. could actually sit there. Uh, maybe it just rains there a lot. Um, I th it was so awkward Like when May comes out The first time I watched it I was like oh wait They're at the pub why aren't they inside <laughs> True But That's they're true. outside because The busker's outside and You have to side the scene outside so that The busker can sing hey Jude as Ted Walks away <laughs> and has a conversation <laughs> With Rebecca and you know I, I you know it makes More sense I do Like we talked about May earlier like her Reaction when He's like, we went to, uh, what's the other team? West Ham. Uh, West Ham. Uh, I was going to say Man City. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. that's the other one. <laughs> um, we went to the West Ham game, and she's just like, like, you're not drinking here. You are I, not welcome at this pub. <laughs> I know. I absolutely love that reaction. So, <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> I am not above kicking a 13-year-old that just wants a glass of milk the fuck out of my bar. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> Oh my gosh Um. So Ted gets talked out Of the private investigator Basically uh, By Rebecca which is nice She's like look your relationship With your ex-wife Like it's in the past And you have to start leaving it in the past Your son is there And you're so preoccupied With what the fuck your ex-wife is doing in Paris you are not spending time with your son. You're on the phone with me. I know. I know. I mean, that's the whole thing. Um, uh, which it, I know. Well, which is why I like kind of like like the ending where she's like, you know, and go go sing "Hey Jude" with your boy. It's like, oh, yeah, that's sweet. Uh, in there, we get Beard telling uh, him the story of like behind "Hey Jude," why it was written, um, and and all of that's true. It's it's very sweet. Um, it's insane how they were able to like bring that into the show because I, I, yeah. I don't feel like that was ever intentional. Um, cause I mean, it's pretty common for a kid to, to have to deal with the divorce of his parents. You know, unfortunately in this country, it's very common. It's very common. Yeah. Um, but just to be able to bring like such a classic, like, Immediately recognizable Brilliant song Into that and um, immediately Be able to relate it to what's going on it just, It's worked out so perfectly I know I know and that's why I don't know like you said I wonder how much it was planned but Maybe 
maybe not. And it just kind of turned out to be like a <clears throat> happy accident that they could get, you know, a Beatles song that fit in so perfectly to like the the theme and the story. I don't know. But it it's, yeah. it works very well, regardless. It um, was very well done. So we do get one final scene with Keely and Jack. Jack brings her yet another thing to to statement to issue and mm-hmm. you know it's supposedly quote toned down and she's just like i'm not gonna do it i'm not i'm not ash- i'm not sorry i sent that i'm not sorry i did it i'm not ashamed for doing it and jack clearly is like you haven't thought about how this is going to affect me and you know to that like i say fuck you and like have a good life (laughs) yeah i mean pretty much like i'm with keely i think it was an unfortunate accident um and but i don't think there's necessarily anything that could be done about it so i don't know like i'm i'm with keely i don't think i don't think she should be ashamed especially if she wasn't you know she it was something that she felt comfortable doing that she wanted to do and she doesn't, you know, if she, the important thing is as long as she doesn't regret it, you know, right. then why, you know, people shouldn't make her feel bad about it. It's kind of how I feel. And, you know, to like if this were real world and like as I knew somebody like Jack that was telling me like this situation, I, I would just say, look, if this is not something you're comfortable with and you cannot handle this, then you need to like say hey i'm really sorry i care about you but it i just i don't think i can handle this and i have to go you don't yeah. go in there and shame the person and like just try to put it all on them because you're the uncomfortable one yeah exactly and so but i think like once she kind of realizes that because this sets things up to come she is just in general uncomfortable with that type of risk and exposure of anyone connected with her. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, I do get it. It's shitty. I do get it though. But I, like, I do too. But again, it's not your job to like police this person. <laughs> like agreed, but slightly in, well, not really anyone's defense per se, but I will say that Keely probably should use better judgment and shouldn't have gotten into a relationship with her primary investor. Yeah, I mean, that that is, you know, I, I, Keely does not always make the best decisions. Nope. But, like, she she does always face the consequences of those decisions. She does not, like... That's like true. That, that's... that's to me, that's it. big. It's like, yeah, yeah okay, I, yeah, I did something stupid. I probably shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, whatever. But but she doesn't, like, try to blame other people for it. No. Know? Yeah. That's um, and after this is when we find out that it's Jamie who was hacked. Um, yeah. Or one of the people that was hacked. And because of, like, he's like, Jamie, your password wasn't password. He's like, but I spelled it with two S's to try to throw them off. Like, oh, my gosh. Well, that's how you spell password, Jamie. <laughs> like, well, unfortunately, that's the correct way to spell it. <laughs> so, the last scene 
because um, I know we're running long yet again, but the, the episodes get so long. Um, the last scene is Michelle and Dr. Jacob coming back. Yep. Like they're having this little back and forth, you know, Henry mentions the drums, which is, is funny. Um, and Ted does a little thing to try to see if there's a ring on her finger. And there isn't. And it, he tries to play it off. They leave. So here's, I, I have a theory. And, and again, like a lot of the Dr. Jacob stuff, I can't prove it because I don't have the other <laughs> side of this. I think he did propose. You do? And I think she said no. Oh. There's oh, no way of twist. knowing that. But when she leaves, when they go back out to get into the, the cab or whatever it is. He goes to kiss her. And she just hands him Henry's back. Oh, I didn't clock that exactly. Okay, so that's interesting. And then she looks back up at Ted. But it could also hmm. just be like in my imagination total wishful thinking building scenarios in my head because that's something i do but like <laughs> having watched it four or five times i'm like their exchange at the end is very strange or she's disappointed that he didn't propose uh, could be that too interesting oh. hmm. interesting okay so I, I would say like just that that last minute is worth like just re-watching to see like like what what is and isn't there um mm-hmm. because it, it's not as simple as like oh hey let's go i mean it's one thing that henry snubs him because like that's great you know oh like, my gosh <laughs> that i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i love how ted's just like yes <laughs> um and and i mean the episode ends with you know him like with a slightly hopeful, more hopeful outlook than when we started the episode. That's um, true. Which is nice. Um, so quickly, favorite joke. This is one of the least joke heavy episodes in all of Ted Lasso. Like there is not a lot of like out and out humor in this. There's some funny moments, but yeah. like all of this shit is so serious in this episode. Like it, it's hard to make jokes about you know, somebody's sex video getting leaked or, you know, parents breaking up or, you know, just it's rough. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I, Roy's Roy's fuck you is like probably the like biggest laugh of the episode for me. Oh, yeah. Anything with Roy that's meant to be funny usually is. Although the stuff with them. (laughs) <laughs> with Will and and, and yeah. Henry and then yeah. Henry running the practice. That's pretty funny too. Um, although I do, it's not really like a funny moment, but I do feel like it deserves like an honorable mention that the scene with Rebecca and Keeley when she shares the statement with her and she's like, ugh, this has lawyer ick on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, it, it get, that does, I didn't, we didn't really talk about that, but it does give you this brief moment of like, oh, Maybe Jack isn't the person that we're starting to think she is. And then, unfortunately, she definitely is. She's just been bullshitting Keely the whole time into, like, 
oh, I'm not like these other people. I don't necessarily just care about my image. No, that's all you care about, your money and how you look to other people. Yeah, I also wonder how much of her, because she did say she had to ask her dad's yeah. advice. So I do wonder how much of this is ultimately her yeah. dad. Yeah, I mean, especially if a lot of that money is family money. I mean, which I'm sure that it is. Yeah, uh, people, you start talking about people getting cut off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't like that, that. I that was the ultimate feeling that I got that she was kind of being strong armed and she was trying to she was trying to play it off and and kind of like explain her side because I, I do think she was being a bit compassionate. But then at the end when she's like, wait, how many more of these are there? Like, you know what I mean? I think that just didn't quite compute until then. And then she was like, yeah, I just, I'm out. But I definitely felt like she was being pressured from her, from her family. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, there's not really much future stuff to talk about. There's uh, some Nate stuff, but like, we're about to get really, really into like Nate heavy stuff. For the next few, like the the yeah. final few episodes of this series are resolving the things that they put off resolving for the first seven episodes of the season. Yeah, I know. Instead, we got you know all the Jack and Keely stuff, which I don't think we really needed. But this, yeah, all the rest of the episodes, if I'm recalling correctly, are all really quite heavy. Yeah. Uh, so, um, gonna be good stuff i'm like i'm i'm with you this was this is the beginning of like almost every episode like either at the end or at some point in the episode i'm crying the, the oh, hey yeah. jude stuff hey like, jude that tears yeah. me up yeah every time oh my gosh yeah. every time so, um but uh anyway uh we'll be back uh maybe next week probably next week uh probably talking week. about uh, uh episode eight of ted lasso uh, if you want to hear anything else I'm doing, go check out x1files.com. Um, I'm not on social media, but uh, I did start a Goodreads account. Oh, hey. Nice. So if if you're into like books and what other people are reading, you can follow me on Goodreads. You can just look me up. I'm on there. So, uh, cool. yeah. Um, and Jess has other podcasts that she does. I do. So you can check out the Tomorrow's Legends podcast. Uh, We just kicked off our eight-week stint where we're um, covering the the series Jupiter's Legacy. It only only had the one season, and we kind of talked about that a little bit last week, I think. Um, But yeah, so that's what we're covering. Uh, Hopefully sometime between now and the end of that, we'll have more definitive news on when Superman and Lois is going to air. Because uh, we will be covering that, sadly, that uh, final season with them. Yeah. Uh, so, have you watched the first episode of Jupiter's Legacy? Yes, we did. What yeah. Did you think? We, so, I thought it was. I thought it was good. It was. It was promising. I, I think I liked the most about it is that it's. It's kind of like trying to ask those more like real world practical questions that like our traditional like DC and Marvel heroes just kind of gloss over, like like power and fame and how, you know, they could easily be corrupted or turned into gods or that sort of stuff. And so I thought it that was a good premise. Um, I was forgetting, you know, obviously it's on Netflix, but I was forgetting what all that meant when it comes to like violence and things that yeah. can show. 
Uh, so that was a bit intense. <laughs> and you have not watched The Boys, right? I have not, and I have. It's been on so- a whole other like it's it's two steps up from yeah. like it goes to an even it. further extreme. <laughs> yeah, we discussed that actually because one of my co-hosts has seen it, um, and the me and my other co-host have not. And the other one, like the the one that's seen it, Martin, he's like, I don't know. He's like, he's like, Jess, I think you'd probably like it. He's like, Jeff, I don't think I don't think you would like it. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I don't really like the the extreme like violence and, and, and yeah, and he's like, it's violence, it's sex, it's it's all the things. Yeah. And I'm like, it, cool. it is literally okay. like what is the most like extreme thing we can get away with right here? Let's yes, do that. That's like, exactly every what time. <laughs> exactly what he said so i'm like okay i've been sufficiently warned now i'm curious <laughs> so i think at some point i will watch it but it'll probably be not anytime soon do you remember the like like right before uh uh game there was this whole theory of like how to beat thanos was like it was going around the internet and twitter like what no what ant-man needs to do is shrink down and crawl inside of thanos and then immediately just expand <laughs> yes <laughs> like that is like they ran with that on the oh, boys <laughs> and it's just like oh my god <laughs> oh, we would have never saw that in an mcu movie no no for sure yeah so yeah so those are my initial thoughts i uh I know, I know it's only got the one season. Um, does it end on a massive cliffhanger? Um, I don't know that it's massive. I think they were, they definitely do some stuff to set up for a possible season two. And then unfortunately, um, yeah, uh, it is based on a comic book series though, uh, there by Mark Millar. He's, there's tons of it out there that, that like follows up with the story. Okay. Um, I, I do think the comic's a little bit better than the show, okay. um, but only because the show has a budget and the comic doesn't. So, True. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. Uh, I just, unfortunately, it was trying to do something that the boys was already doing at the time. So yeah. I think people are just like, I'm going to go watch the boys. Yeah. So. It, it, yeah. It sounds like they had the uh, shock factor going for them and people were more attracted to that for whatever reason. Uh, um, but yeah, go check out yeah. uh, that Tomorrow's Legends, uh, xwingfiles.com, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Until then, thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Bye.